ಭಗವತೇವಾಸುದೇವಾಯಸುದೇವಾಯಸುದೇವಾಯ ನಂದಗೋಪಕುಮಾರಾಯ ಭೂಮ್ಯಾಯ ನಮೋ ನಮ ಓಂ ಅಜ್ಞಾನಕೃಂದಸ್ಯಾನಂಜನಶ್ರೀಗುರವೈ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಗಧಾರರ ಶಿವಾಸಾರಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ನಾನು ತಪಸ ಆತ್ಯಂತಿಕಿಸಿಧಿರೇವತಿಭವತಿಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮನಿ ಸಿಂಪಲ್ಲಿ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ಸಪ್ತ ಋಷಿಯ ಬಿಗಿನಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ಅಭಿಜ್ಞಾನ who knew very well the influence of the ganges river 
Yum, this Ganges water. Yum, this Ganges water. Nanu, indeed. Nanu, indeed. Tapaha of our austerities. Tapaha of our austerities. Yanta, yantan tiki, the ultimate, the ultimate. Atyantiki, the ultimate. Siddhi perfection. Siddhi perfection. Itvavati, this much. Itavati, this much. Bhagavati, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bhagavati, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sarva Atmani in the All Pervading. Sarva, Sarva Atmani in the All Pervading. Vasudeve Krishna. Vasudeve Krishna. Anuparata continuous. Anuparata continuous. Bhakti Yoga, the mystic process of devotional service. Bhakti Yoga of the mystic process of devotional service. Labhena simply by achieving this platform. Labhena simply by achieving this platform. Eva certainly. Eva certainly. Upekshita neglected. Upekshita neglected. Anya other. Anya other. Artha Atma Gatayaha. All other means of perfection, namely religion. Economic development, self-gratification and liberation. Artha Atma Gata Yaha, all other means of perfection, namely religion, economic development, self-gratification and liberation. Muktim, liberation from material bondage. Muktim, liberation from material bondage. Eva, Eva like. Eva like. Um, Agatham obtained. Agatham obtained. Mumukshuaha, persons desiring liberation. Mumukshuaha, uh, person desiring liberation. Eva like. Eva like. Sabahu manam with dinner. Sabahu manam with great honor. Adya api, even now. Adya api, even now. Jata jutaiha. With matted locks of hairs. Jata Jutaha Jutaha with matted locks of hair. Udvahanti they carry. Udvahanti they carry. Thank you, Matish. Yes, I think Thank you, Puja Mataji. Now translation and others can also read the purport. Yeah. Uh, you can read half and other devotee can read half. Yes, Mataji. Translation. The seven great sages, Marichi, uh, Vashishtha, Atri, and so on, resides on planet uh, beneath Dhruvloka, uh, well aware of the influence of the water of the Ganges. To this day, they keep Ganges water on the tips of hair and their heads. They have concluded that this is the ultimate wealth, the perfections of all austerities and the best means of uh, prosecuting transcendental life having obtained uninterrupted devotional services to the supreme personality of godhead 
they neglect all other beneficial processes like religion, economic development, sense gratification, and even uh, merging into the Supreme. Just as Janice thinks that merging into the existence of the Lord is the highest truth, these seven uh, exhaled personalities accept devotional services as the perfection of life. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mataji. Uh, Chitra Mataji and Manika Mataji, Rukmini Devi Mataji, you can read per uh, part, little bit, little bit. Chitra Mataji would like to read. Mataji, Chitra Mataji has written that she is only hearing. She is okay. uh, on that, yeah. Uh, Rukmini Mataji, would you like to read? Hare Krishna Mataji, I will also not able to read. Okay, no problem. Sorry, Mataji. No problem. Manika Mataji, would you like to read? I think she also wanted to hear. Mataji, I can... Yeah, you can go ahead, Mataji. Mataji, you take care. Is that okay? Mataji, I am getting call from Vanmalini Manjir Mataji. So, okay, please read, Mataji. Yeah. Perfect time. <laughs> we are starting the purport. So, we can just do the reading of the purport. So, translation of purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Srila Prabhupada. Transcendentalists are divided into two primary groups. The Nirvishesha, Nirvishesha Vadis or Impersonalist and the Bhaktas or Devotees. The Impersonalists do not accept spiritual varieties of Hare life. Krishna Mataji, Mataji is joining. We can read till her till she joins. Okay, the Impersonalists do not accept spiritual... Uh, I'll read from the beginning, Mataji. Transcendentalists are divided into two primary groups. The Nirvishesha Vadi or Impersonalists and the Bhaktas or Devotees. The impersonalists do not accept spiritual varieties of life. They want to merge into the existence of Supreme Lord in his Brahman features, the Brahma Jyoti. The devotees, however, desire to take part in the transcendental activities of the Supreme Lord. In the upper planetary system, the topmost planet is Dhruvaloka, and beneath the Dhruvaloka are the seven planets occupied by the great sages, beginning with Marichi, Vishishtha, and Atri. All these sages regard devotional service as the highest perfection of life. Therefore, they all carry the holy waters of the Ganges on their heads. This verse proves that for one who has achieved the platform of pure devotional service, nothing else is important. Even so-called liberation, Kevalya. Sridhar Swami states that only by achieving pure devotional service of the Lord can one give up all other engagements as insignificant. Uh, Prabhodha uh, Nanda Saraswati confirms this statement as follows. So, Mataji, my Sanskrit is not so good. Can you read, Mataji? Shamarasika Mataji? Vanamalani uh, Mataji, join? Yes. Yeah. I join. Mataji, we just, uh, we just read the word to word translation and we read the purport. So, Mataji, you can take over from Kevalyam. Sure. 
Hare Krishna, uh, my dear friends, to all the assembled devotees. I, my sincere apologies for the delay. You don't apologize. You are not well, and still you joined. I mean, this is like uh, so thankful to you. Yeah, so I will continue from there. Um, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarutram Devim Sarasatya So Kaivalyam Kaivalyam Narakayate Tridasapur Akasa Pushpayate Durdhantendriya Kala Sarpa Patali Prothata Damstrayate Vishwam Purna Sukhayate Vidhimahendra Discha Kitayate Yatkarunaya Kataksha Vaibhava Vaibhavatam Tam Gauram Evastumaha Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has perfectly enunciated and broadcast the process of Bhakti Yoga. Consequently, for one who has taken shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the highest perfection of Maya of, of the Mayavadis, Kaivalya, or becoming one with the Supreme, is considered hellish. To say nothing of the Kermis aspiration to be promoted to the heavenly planets. Devotees considered such goals to be worthless. Phantasmagoria, they are also yogis who try to control their senses. But they can never succeed without coming to the stage of devotional service. The senses are compared to poisonous snakes, but the senses of a bhakta engaged in the service of the Lord are like snakes with their poisonous fangs removed. The yogi tries to express his senses, but even great mystics like Vishwamitra fail in the attempt. Vishwamitra was conquered by his senses when he was captivated by Manaka during his meditation. She later gave birth to Shikuntala. The wisest persons in the world, therefore, are the Bhakti Yogis, as Lord Krishna confirms in Bhagavad Gita. Yoginam api sarvesam madgatenantaratma shaddhavan bhajate yomam sami yuktatamo mataha. Of all yogis, he who always abides in me with great faith, worshipping me in transcendental loving service, is most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all. Hare Krishna, once again, Dandavat Pranams to all the assembled devotees. So this chapter is um, we are reading about the descent of Mother Ganges to the um, earth. In reference to that, uh, actually, this pastime of um, the descent of Mother uh, Ganges onto the earth is described in uh, in Bhagavatam and also in Ramayana elaborately. Uh, how, what kind of, what kind of efforts Bhagavad has done to bring her down. So here also it is mentioned. So in that connection, Sukadeva Goswami is explaining how, what all the efforts have done uh, 
to bring her down and then we are in the third verse. The seven great sages, Marichi, Vasista, Atri and so on, reside on planets beneath Truvaloka, well aware of the influence of the water of the Ganges. To this day, they keep Ganges water on the tufts of hair on their heads. So, um, actually, in the previous lessons, we are reading the uh, 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 cosmic manifestation, how the structure of the cosmic manifestation. Um, so, all these lokas, which are upper higher planetary, Tapaloka, Maharloka, Janaloka, in these planets, great sages, um, who have controlled their senses, who meditate upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, they reside there and um, these sages, they carry the water of Ganges in their tufts. That's what here, uh, the seven great sages, so Marichi, Vasista, Atri, reside on planets beneath Dhruvaloka, well aware of the influence of the water of Ganges to this day, they keep Ganges water on the tufts of hair on their heads. They have concluded that this is the ultimate wealth, the perfections of all austerities and best means of prosecuting transcendental life. Having obtained uninterrupted devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they neglect all other beneficial processes like religion, economic development, sense gratification and even merging into the Supreme. Just as Gnanis think that merging into the existence of the Lord is the highest truth, these seven exalted personalities accept devotional service as the perfection of life. So here importance of Mother Ganges is mentioned. And uh, most of us uh, who live in India or somewhere else know the value of Mother Ganges also. Like if uh, anyone visited Mayapur or uh, any other places, they know um, uh, the river... Ganga, Emuna, all are sacred rivers and they are flowing rivers so um, in olden days we don't have like a closed bathrooms or something people used to go and take bath in those sacred rivers every day and taking bath any auspicious thing that we are doing before that they take the uh, take bath in the uh, water of Ganges and especially Ganges water purifies all the sins that we have committed until then. Uh, that kind of purification uh, is there. So these great sages who lived in the highest, who live in the highest, higher planetary systems carry Mother Ganges on their head knowing the uh, importance, the purification method, uh, purificatory uh, power of Mother Ganges. The important point here in this verse is they have concluded that this is the ultimate wealth the perfection of all austerities and the best means of prosecuting transcendental life. So the devotees, great devotees of Lord, pure devotees of the Lord, to them devotional service to the Lord is the greatest wealth. They do not get attracted for any of the material benefits that come on their way. So when we are practicing devotional service, Actually, uh, we get a lot of siddhis, like we get a lot of powers, uh, we get a lot of wealth, things things happen, 
uh, like you you we get certain kinds of powers like whatever we desire happens or uh, whatever we are saying that is getting happen or things are going in a way that we wanted uh, so these are all perks which can distract us from the final goal of us so we need to have the goal very clearly that i want to go back to the spiritual world i'm not going to get attracted and settle down for these temporary material benefits but these do these benefits do come even for the devotees or for gnanis or for yogis any path people uh, follow for um, uh, to uh, reach supreme lord initially all of them has to grow from the stage that we are not this material body we are spiritual we are atma so that the journey is same for it, all the paths after that the destinations differ so in that process the yogis who perform ashtanga yoga or the gnanis they all get different kind of siddhis different kinds of powers and different kinds of appliances come their way if we get attracted to those if um if they get attracted to those or they get uh, they get victim of their own anger or their own desires or if they don't control their senses then all their uh, all their um, uh, <coughs> all their powers that they have accumulated until then by performing devotional service gets into that um, gets wasted into that like if we see story of vishwamitra was ex- explained vishwamitra is a great um, uh, rushi and he has done lot of tapasya and when he did lot of tapasya he has accumulated that tap- uh, power after performing tapasya for prolonged years of time controlling the senses he got lot of power but every time he miss you he kind of used that power in cursing uh, Uh, once cursing ramba or once he gets attracted to manaka and he stops his power uh, he stops his meditation and he goes so that is one kind of distraction the other kind of distraction is like you start getting lot of powers like you will be knowing what is happening so the powers when i say that anima nigma like uh, there are different kinds of powers like you can float on water um, you can walk on water you can become small you can become big you will find out what is there uh, uh, in a different continent so all these kind of powers you will get and you see uh, often in india or some other places people use these powers and they make money like people uh, who are desperate they go there and ask them like i am not having kids when i will have and then they can see the future and they can tell or they will tell like you know i lost my stuff uh where is it then they can check who stole it and they can tell so when people use that they get distracted and they misuse these things and they cannot go to their destination but these rushis they pretty well know uh, the importance of ganges river and also the importance of pure devotional life and they consider engaging in the service of the lord as the ultimate wealth 
having obtained uninterrupted devotional service to the supreme personality of godhead they neglect all other beneficial processes like religion economic development self gratification and even merging into the supreme so any of the um, pujas that we do the first thing that we do is um, we give uh, sankalpa dharma ardha kama moksha so dharma is religion uh, um, economic ardha economic development kama and moksha so when it says dharma ardha kama moksha chaturveda phala siddhyartham so we say that we should get benefits of um, following all these uh, four like we need to follow dharma we need to have a proper economic development according to dharma oh, excuse me and <laughs> the economic development that we are having progress in your in our life that we are having should be according to dharma if it is not according to dharma then yes we are in, if we are earning in an in an adharmic way uh, then we are going to get sins and we will get sufferings so dharma artha is economic development earning and different ways of earning artha kama kama means fulfilling our desires sense gratification in one sense as prabhupada has translated here sense gratification when we follow dharma and earn money and when we follow dharma and uh, uh, fulfill our uh, uh, desires ultimately after some lifetimes many 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 lifetimes when we follow then we'll get moksha liberation because that is the uh, principle of varnashrama dharma like whatever the varna and ashrama that we are living in that is the slowest process that is the um, guaranteed process but it's very difficult uh, not everybody knows that there is a, there is a dharma for his varna or what kind of an ashrama he is in and what should be done what should not be done so many many doesn't know the do's and do nots of the varnashrama dharma many even doesn't know believe in the existence of varnashrama dharma so then how will they follow that so when they follow the rules and regulations prescribed in vedas of the dharma varnashrama dharma and they um, earn the uh, uh, then they follow the dharma ardha kama the ultimate thing that uh, they get is moksha that is a slow process so if we see in second chapter um, of bhagavad gita or third chapter of bhagavad gita many places prabhupada also writes that the, uh, following your prescribed duties is agnya from agnya comes agnya means like uh, doing for the service of the lord so when we follow our prescribed duties that becomes agnya so the prescribed duties are not like what i think what someone else think prescribed duties or may are uh, prescribed duties are given by uh, vedas and vedas are spoken by the supreme personality of godhead who is agnya purusha himself and this supreme personality of godhead who resides everywhere also resides in agnya that's why when we perform our prescribed duties he gets pleased and he bestows upon us uh, benediction so this is the thing this is the simple and lowest way to reach krishna and that's what here it says like 
having obtained uninterrupted devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they neglect all other beneficial process like religion, economic development, sense cultivation, and even merging into the Supreme. So this is the highest stage of devotion where uh, the devotees of the Lord does not consider the path of merging into the Supreme Kaivalyam. They don't believe in that because they want to be with the Lord in the spiritual world and participate in his transcendental pastimes. This path, whatever it here mentioned, merging into the Supreme, is mostly desired by the impersonalist Advaitavadis or impersonalists who think that the Supreme Lord does not have any form. Just as the Gnanis think in the merging of into the existence of the Lord is the highest truth, these seven exhausted principles accept devotional service as the perfection. So how the impersonalist or Gnanis think merging into the Supreme Lord is the highest truth. That means they they uh, they practice for, uh, they practice the pro the path that they are in to merge into the Supreme Lord. Similarly, the devotees of the Lord for them. Uh, devotional service to the Lord is a perfection of life. So, it is not that they have to, this is also a highest way, but it's not like um, they should, uh, we should, um, uh, we should be imitating the pure devotees. But the pure devotees mind is always that uh, wherever they are, if they are in hell, on the earthly planet or anywhere, as long as they are engaged in the service of the Lord, they don't ask for anything. But we as a practicing sadhaka, we should always have a goal of going back to the spiritual world. That should be our goal. In the process of reaching there, we may become a pure devotees of the Lord. We will become, unless we become a pure devotees of the Lord, we cannot go back to the spiritual world. After becoming pure devotees of Lord, at that point of time, if we have the mindset that wherever I am, I am always engaged in the service of the Lord, it really doesn't matter whether I go to Goloka or not, what, or what am I thinking always is Supreme Lord, His pastimes, then it may, uh, then we can, dis then, then we can settle down anywhere. But until then, uh, until that stage where we become pure devotees of the Lord, we should be having the goal of going back to the spiritual world and engaging in the service of the Lord there. So devotional service is not like is not like um, uh, it will end here in in material world. It's just a continuation. Here we are doing devotional, pure devotional service to the Lord. This is what we are going to continue into the spiritual uh, world also when we go back to Krishna. Uh, so the devotees of the Lord consider that as a perfection of the life. Transcendentalists are divided into two primary groups. The Nirvisheshavadis or impersonalists and Bhaktas or devotees. The impersonalists do not expect, accept spiritual varieties of life. They want to merge into the existence of Supreme Lord in his Brahman feature. The devotees, however, desire to take part in the transcendental activities of the Supreme Lord. So if we are reading the cosmic manifestation, cosmology, Vedic cosmology, we know that this Brahma Jyoti is actually outside the spiritual world. It's not even inside the spiritual world. So the light that is uh, coming from the bo uh, Supreme Lord's effulgent body is what is the Brahma Jyoti. 
and these uh, gnanis who are desiring to merge into the supreme lord they can't even touch the spiritual world they are they get settled outside only and after you get merged into the into the brahma jyoti because there is no <coughs> because there is no activity and by nature soul seeks happiness and soul needs activities so we cannot sit idle and we cannot um um be like uh, uh, losing our individuality but these gnanis they know that if they come out of the, uh, if they come into the material world they are going to get bound uh, in the cycle of birth uh, uh, birth death old age and disease so they uh, they don't believe in the personal form of the lord so they go and merge into the brahma jyoti but they are suffocated there they are not like they are they are doing something which is against what the nature the inner nature of the soul but devotees who believe in the personal form of the lord um the devotees however desire to take part in the transcendental activities of the supreme lord so because they don't believe in the personal form of the lord they don't believe in the spiritual varieties of life uh, when prabhu says here spiritual varieties of life uh, as i was telling uh, there are two paths um um for any devotee like coming to the stage that we are spiritual we are not this material body and not engaging ourselves in the sense gratification um that is same for everybody after that there is a spiritual growth and that spiritual growth is personalized for any everybody like some of us may like to be in rama's planet some of us may like to be in narasimha's planet some of us may want to uh, make garlands for the lord some of us want to cook some of us want to do some other uh, service so we all uh, take pleasure uh, transcendental pleasure in doing very various spiritual services to the lord so there is a lot of variety it's not that all of us will be doing the same thing all of us will be related to the lord in same way uh and uh, it is it is like uh, what is uh, um, there is no fun there is no um uh, taste or it is monotonous it's not like that you spiritual happiness the definition of spiritual happiness is that <clears throat> it always increases material happiness is not like that if somebody is liking something let's say you like gulab jamun this is a famous example that is given always you can replace it with something else if you are if you somebody gives you that every day you don't derive the same amount of happiness as you ate on day 1 uh, 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 this material happiness declines gulab jamun is just one example but if you notice it is same with any material object the house that you bought with so many lakhs um the car that you buy or uh, the relationships like you are so excited uh, to be with somebody and then if you start living with them uh, for a, a lot of a lot of years you get familiarity and you are not that much excited uh, as you are on day one anything in this material world is having a starting time and an ending time starting date and an ending time you won't derive the same kind of happiness uh, 
that's why we keep changing we keep um, uh, looking after that oh this may give me material happiness this may give me material happiness so we keep uh, changing and we are frustrated because uh, none of the things are really uh, giving whatever the happiness that the soul is seeking and that seeking happiness nature is coming uh, is coming from the soul not the body <coughs> excuse me it's coming from the body sorry it's coming from the soul and the soul is seeking that spiritual happiness but in the, the wrong place that is in the material world so once we go back to the spiritual world there are a lot of varieties and all of us are engaged in a different ways in the uh, uh, of service in the spiritual world so they but because the people who don't believe in the personal form of the lord who don't believe uh, in the spiritual planets that where the lord resides by himself they seek brahma jyoti the devotees however desire to take part in the transcendental activities of the supreme lord in the upper planetary system that topmost planet is dhruvaloka and beneath dhruvaloka are the seven planets occupied by great sages beginning with marichi vasistha and atri all these sages regard devotional service as the highest profession of life therefore they all carry the holy water of the ganges on their heads this was proves that for one who has achieved the platform of pure devotional service nothing else is important even so called liberation kaivalya so this was emphasizes because when we um, when we see the example of great devotees whatever the sadhu sastra and sangha the great devotees what they follow is what we should be following and that's what we should be uh, <clears throat> taking it as a uh, uh, taking it as a uh, guidance to follow so the sages here are proving that pure devotional service to the lord is the greatest asset and they are not interested in anything so what do we learn from this this is the uh, okay great devotees are doing like that i am not a great devotee because i often also hear this uh, uh, when practicing when uh, people are practicing devotional service um, when they engage themselves in lot of material activities and then they also come back next time programs and do that uh, as a disclaimer um, as a disclaimer devotees usually say that i'm not a great devotee i'm still um uh, i'm uh, i still have lot of material desires uh, so that's why i am doing that and i'm also doing this and then we all also think that yeah he's being honest he's being sincere that is that is good we are also like that we also convince ourselves when we are going behind the material things um when we are uh, going behind the material things that krishna says that for everything we can go to the lord even the material things right now i need this so let me go for this one thing and later let me practice on my devotional service carefully but we have to understand that if krishna is our goal and if we are very serious and sincere that means we are now sincere but we are not serious when we know that we are also going behind the material things along with this along with pure devotional service then 
we have been sincere. At least we are not pretending outside saying that I have controlled all my self gratification and I don't have um, any desires. But we are not being serious about our devotional service. So if we understand that whatsoever the material thing that we are going after is temporary and it is its lifetime is only for this life and from next life I have to do everything again so now in this life I got to know about the Lord I got to know about the field devotional service I have an opportunity of engaging myself with the devotees can I be little more serious and put aside this material desire and have faith on the Supreme Lord um, and then practice the devotional service and not get caught in the material desires and keep asking Lord for those material things because uh, when we are asking Lord for material things then indirectly we are telling Lord that I don't want you yet I want this thing for me so when as long as there are material desires and sense gratification Bhoga Isvariya Prasaktana Krishna says that pure devotional service does not take place in them so even though knowing about pure devotional service we are not able to take advantage of pure devotional service because we are getting attracted to the temporary material thing thinking that these are going to solve my problems these things are going to give me relief and then after getting them I will become more serious in devotional service you, we are going to get another material thing they all look like they are needs of us they don't look like they are wants of us they look as if <coughs> if we don't have them we are not going to live instead if we can leave it to Krishna Krishna is our supreme lord supreme father he knows and he also knows pretty well that we are having a sincere desire to practice Krishna consciousness but these kind of um, uh, material desires are pulling us away from practicing devotional service and if we catch hold of the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord he is going to help us to save us from the uh, urges of material desires but we need to be very sincere and serious also in our devotional service and we should be practicing our devotional service without any ulterior motive even for those who are trying to control also they Krishna to test that devotee like do you want me my love or do you want these material things Krishna is going to test Maya Devi is going to test and push us towards them and makes us feel as if like we need to achieve them material wealth or material desires or positions in our devotional service so Krishna attracts us by giving different kinds of positions name fame all these things in our devotional service so even if we get attracted to those and if we take them as granted and we strive for them that time also we won't be we won't be uh, uh, reaching our ultimate destination of going back to the supreme personality of Godhead so as a sadhakas we should be fixed on our goal very strongly and whatever the things that are coming on their way we have to just watch them and leave them we should not be getting attached to them and start 
working, start practicing our devotional service for them. Oh, I'm chanting sincerely every day in the morning. And uh, my son is studying so well. Um, and then my kids are listening to me. Or uh, I am uh, getting promotion. Um, I'm not having any kind of ill health. So let me do let me do this for that. Then we, we dilute our devotional service. We contaminate our devotional service. Whatever it may be, our pure devotional service for uh, if we have to go to the stage of prema, we have to cross all these things. We have to um, ignore all these perks, all these siddhis that are coming. Like how these uh, rushis, they know that pure devotional service to the Lord is the ultimate uh, wealth. So this is the take home that we see from this verse that how valuable is pure devotional service to the Lord that Lord himself is there in our and if we perform pure devotional service, Krishna takes care of us. We don't need to worry about it. He either takes care by removing that um, uh, difficulty or he takes care by uh, clearing that difficulty or he takes care by giving us strength to endure that difficulty. It's Krishna's responsibility. We don't need to worry about that. Krishna will take care. A wonderful example that people say like during the Kurukshetra war um, um, what is his name? I forgot now. Um, Arjuna promises to kill uh, after uh, after the Padma Vyuha uh, day and all. Uh, he says that he will kill Sikhandi, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he says that I'm going to kill tomorrow and then he goes to bed he says that and he goes to bed and Krishna uh, because he's very powerful second is very powerful so, you know, Krishna starts worrying like he promised but how he's going to kill um, uh, and then he he tells his doorkeeper uh, I mean I'm reading Mahabharata these days so he tells his doorkeeper you better go and stand um, outside if for any reason he doesn't kill, you arrange everything in such a way that I am going to kill him. Uh, because he is my devotee and he has promised to do certain things. And I don't know if he has enough strength to do that or not. Uh, if he is not doing, I will do on behalf of him. So Krishna's love for us is like that. Like if, if we are promising something and if we forgot about our promise and we are engaging in pure devotional service of the Lord, the reason I am repeating pure, pure, pure is that Anyabilasha Sunyu. We should not be having any other Abhilasha, any other desire other than serving the Lord. That is the pure devotional service. Anyabilasha Sunyu. Surrenderance first principle. When we do that, when we do that, Krishna takes care of us. Krishna, He does our thing. We need to have that faith. We fail at the first step of devotional service itself. Our faith is not that strong. Shraddha. Our faith is not that strong. Any small difficulty we get, the first person we doubt is Krishna. Uh, anything going wrong in us, in our lives, the first thing that we doubt is Krishna. If uh, if Krishna is there, if uh, um, I am practicing so much Krishna consciousness, he should make everything work nice in this material world. We think that Everything happening good in this material world is the indication of our progressive devotional service. That is our understanding. No, it's not. If we see the stories of the pure devotees of the Lord, 
they did not have anything. Pandavas, they have all kinds of troubles. They have endured everything under the sky. But never ever they left the feet of Supreme Lord. So everything going good in the material life, we need to understand that, oh, something we are getting attracted to all these pleasures. We need to be careful. Pure devotees of the Lord consider only the um, devotion service to the Lord as the wealth, not anything else. So that is what we should all be deciding. Srila Sridhar Swami states that only by achieving pure devotion service of the Lord one can give up all other engagements as insignificant. Prabodhananda Saraswati confirms his statement as follows. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has perfectly initiated and broadcast the process of Bhakti Yoga. Consequently, for one who has taken shelter at the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the highest profession of the Mayavadis, Kaivalya, or becoming one with the Supreme, is considered hellish to say nothing of the Karmis' aspiration to be promoted to the heavenly planet. So the Karmis desire to go to the heavenly planets. Gnanis, they want Kaivalya, becoming one with the Supreme. Devotees of the Lord consider that as a hellish. And Prabhupada, or those of us who follow uh, our Supreme Acharya, Prabhupada considers that as a spiritual suicide. He writes that in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita itself. Devotees consider such goals to be worthless, phantasmagoria. So for us, those goals are of no use. Going to heavenly planets or getting lot of material pleasures in this planet or merging in the Supreme Lord. All these things are worthless. And the only thing that is worth is going back to the spiritual world and engaging in the pure devotional service to the Lord or being in this world and engaging ourselves in pure <coughs> devotional service to the Lord. They are also yogis who try to control their senses. But they can never succeed without coming to the stage of devotional service. The senses are compared to poisonous snakes, but the senses of bhakta engaged in the service of Lord are like snakes with their poisonous fangs removed. So there is another path called Ashtanga Yoga. So, so for Ashtanga Yoga, for all these paths, for Gnani's Ashtanga Yogas, effort is on us to control the senses, uh, to practice the rules and regulations, uh, to sit in a certain posture, uh, to practice detachment with the material world. All these on, on, uh, is on, the sh on our shoulders. Like we have to practice them before we reach uh, our destinations. But in devotional service to the Lord, the only thing that we need to do always is getting ourselves attached to the Lord. Remaining all things Krishna takes care. Let's say <clears throat> we have material desires or we have a lot of uh, bad habits, or we are not able to um, control our senses, whatsoever may be. We don't need to worry about all those things. The more we have all these bad qualities, if we can increase our practice, our sadhana, our chanting, chanting, reading, associating with devotees, if we can increase these more and more, then Krishna takes care of what we are we should not be doing. He slowly from inside as a Chaitya Guru helps us to get rid of all our impurities. The only thing that we need to do is to attach ourselves to Krishna and practice and hold 
holy name of the Lord very strongly. Things are going worst. I'm getting angry more and more these days. Chant more. I am uh, I'm having a lot of troubles at work. Chant more. I'm having material urges. Chant more. We just have to chant more and more and practice devotional service more and more. Listen to Krishna Kada. Read and uh, listen. If we do these things, rest all Krishna takes care. But for the other parts, like yogis, jnanis, because they don't believe in the devotional service of the Lord, uh, <clears throat> they, they have to practice all those first, and then they will go to a stage where they get control of them, and they achieve the Paramatma or um, Brahma Jyoti. Vishwamitra was conquered by his senses when he was captivated by Manaka during his meditation. She later gave birth to Sekuntala. The wisest persons in the world, therefore, are the Bhakti Yogis, as Lord Krishna confirms in Bhagavad Gita. So the, the, the best path is the Bhakti Yoga, and the wisest people are those devotees. Um, <coughs> Brahma and Prahlada, in their prayers, they say that, especially Brahma, the, the first person in this material universe, the most learned learned person in this material universe, when he is saying the prayers in Brahma Vimoha Leela, he says that uh, <clears throat> the intelligent and smartest people in this world are the people who engage themselves in the devotional service to the Lord. But uh, the people otherwise uh, in the world, in, a, in the material world, think, it, think otherwise. They think that devotees are the most stupid people, most uh, sentimental people, um, and uh, <clears throat> they don't know how to do the things. Uh, they don't depend on themselves. Uh, they don't have a willpower to gain by themselves, so they depend on the Lord. So they all think like that. And also people have a misconception that as soon as you take up the devotional service, you will leave everything, you will wear saffron, and then you will go and sit in, in a secluded place. Uh, people also think like that. So when people are talking like that, we have to quote all these verses and educate them and tell them that they are the one who are going in a path which is very difficult and they are not going to reach their goal. And people who are practicing the Bhakti Yoga or devotional service are the most wisest people and they are going to reach the destination first. So like we, we see the story of Lord Ganesha, right? Like yesterday all of you might have celebrated Lord Ganesha's birthday and uh, prayed to remove <coughs> obstacles on the path of your devotional service to the Supreme Lord. So when there was a race between him and his brother uh, to go to all the holy places in the three worlds um, and uh, come back, he just <coughs> he just accumulates around his parents because he kind of knows the principle that parents are um, uh, 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 like uh, equally uh, um, are in equal position to be rendered service and respect, and he does that. Like similarly, we devotional people who are practicing the devotional service is like the lift to reach the hundredth floor. If our goal, if our goal is to reach the hundredth floor, we will find the easiest and guaranteed way to go there without any distractions because our goal is to reach there. <coughs> we will not be will not be we will not be taking the path which is not prescribed for this yuga. The, the, the Munis, the Rushis, Krishna knows the difficulties of this Kali Yuga. That's why they did not prescribe tapasya, deity worship, 
और
Thank you, Madhuji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Krishna. <coughs> Hare Krishna, Mataji. You gave very nectar in class. You always um, uh, teach us something unique. We appreciate that. For your sickness, you are in my prayer for your good recovery. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. After a long time, I'm hearing your voice. Please accept my endeavor pronouns. Thank you so much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dhanutnam, Jai Srila Prabhupada. Wonderful, wonderful class. You nicely explained the process of real devotional service and differentiated between the uh, Brahma Jyoti process. So I like that point. And you uh, focused on how, you know, we can correct people to go on the right devotional path than the harder one. Thank you so much, Madhavi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I can wish to Hare Krishna, Madhavi. Madhavi, to you. Shri Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you, Mataji. Like others mentioned, very nice class. So, Mataji, like I, would, I was hearing an example lately uh, in our temple that merging, uh, you know, uh, into the like the uh, uh, example of like a mother and a child, you know. So, uh, one of the senior devotees, Zafan Prabhu, was mentioning that, uh, uh, like, you know, how if the child wants to merge into the mother, then you know he can't do that because you know it's like Krishna and us. There's a relationship. So yeah. then the child will want to be always in the womb of the mother, you know, yeah. and how hard that is. And when the child comes out, then there's a child and then there's a mother and how mm-hmm. they develop the relationship. So uh, I was just, that thought was coming to me uh, about, uh, you know, uh, why we should not accept that Krishna and, uh, you know, our relationship is there with Krishna only when we are, uh, you know, two identities, you know, where Krishna is supreme and we are like minute, but. So that, that's what I wanted to just mention because I remembered that from the other class. And Thank Mataji, you for adding that, Mataji. Mataji, one question I have. Uh-huh. Uh, like, um, you know, uh, I have always heard that the Ganges that came down, I'm mm-hmm. going back to the uh, verses uh, number uh, 17-1. So I had, uh, I had always heard that the Ganges came from the lotus feet of the Lord. So I didn't know whether it's, it's Mavana Dev, right? Nails. From Vamana David came? Uh, it came from the lotus feet of the Lord. That's what I also remember. Uh, yes. From so the Supreme Lord. Okay, Supreme Lord. And uh, so, uh, just like, uh, you know, uh, one Prabhuji on the call was saying that, uh, you know, the nails are not actually, when we give water, nails should not touch because for our, for our nails are not clean, hair is also not clean, right? But mm-hmm. it is not like that with the Lord, and uh, it's coming from the nails, uh, from the lotus feet nails of the Lord. But then I heard is that it came first with so much of force that it was Lord Shiva only who could take it on the, in his jata, you know. So yeah. then I heard that it came on Dhruvaloka. Then then my mind is thinking that you know there's so much of details and how from Dhruvaloka then it came down. So yes. Lord Shiva is not mentioned. Uh, so my question is like, uh, how do we understand this? Because what we had heard is Ganga coming down. Uh, it's so pure. And uh, you know, it's coming on the Lord Shiva. 
Yeah, I actually, Natalie, if you, if yeah. as I said, if you read uh, Ramayan, in Ramayan, uh, <coughs> pastime of Ganga, uh, Ganga's appearance is also mentioned. See, the scriptures, um, in different scriptures, some details are mentioned, some are not mentioned. So that is also there that uh, Lord Shiva has, um, she came multiple times. Uh, not like um, uh, she, first time when she came, she uh, she uh, she was stopped um, there uh, on the when Bhagiratha was doing the tapasya. Uh, first time when it came from uh, when the Lord make a hole with his lotus feet, it came and then it it got caught in uh, <clears throat> Lord Shiva's uh, jata juta, and then again he will do tapasya. Then again she will come some far. And then again he will do tapasya and then only she comes all the way to the uh, lower planetary system. So all those points are all those points are also there. It's just that here it may it may not be mentioned, but uh, the pastime of Lord uh, uh, Mother Ganga is mentioned in different other scriptures also. Um, like if we see <coughs> in Vishnu Purana and other Puranas, uh, like. Pralada's uh, uh, different other story, Prala, only Pralada's pastime is mentioned in Bhagavatam. But more detail is mentioned in different Puranas because the Bhagavatam's purpose is <coughs> to glorify devotees of the Lord and the Lord. So only that particular pastime uh, will be highlighted. But the, uh, the different details that we hear uh, about Lord Shiva carrying Mother Ganges or uh, in some places we hear, um, uh, in different stories we hear different kinds of uh, uh, details which differ from each other. So we have to understand that all these pastimes happen in different, in different kalpas. So they happen differently sometimes. That is one thing. And the other thing is also that uh, in other scriptures they are mentioned in more detail and in Bhagavatam uh, uh, only the devotional part of it is mentioned. So sometimes we may, we may not find all the details in the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. Did I, did I touch your question, Mataji? Or? Mataji, like it's a very different perspective that came to me when I was reading. I was very interested that Dhruva Loka, highest planet, it came there first. And then uh, there, were, there were details of uh, Dhruva Maharaj mentioned also which we studied uh, in connection to uh, Ganges. So, mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for clearing that, Mataji, because then, you know, our knowledge is so restricted earlier. Yeah. Then all we think is it came from the lotus feet, and then I'm think, then my mind is thinking, why it came, uh, how come Lord Shiva was chosen? Uh, because he had like a, he was always contemplating on, on Krishna, and then he had a big, uh, you know, because he didn't bother about his body, the ashes and all that, and we've read mm -hmm. that in Bhagavatam. And now we are thinking that like, you know, because he has got locks of hair, because of my limited knowledge, you know. But uh, I was just thinking uh, when those verses were going on uh, just two, three days before. Shiva is also a great devotee of Lord. Like how he took poison, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. uh, churning of milk potion. So he is equally powerful. Like they are not different, right? Like, you know, milk and curd, Krishna and Lord Shiva, Sadasiva. So he's equally powerful. It's just that when Supreme Lord, when he glances at the material world, because he starts that creation, that's when he becomes Sadasiva and Parvati. <laughs> so he is also equally um, that. Uh, and then, um, as I said, the, this pastime is more uh, elaborately explained in different scriptures also. Like here we see only one chapter, right? 
So if we if you read if you read Ramayan, uh, uh, there, there is a long uh, as I said how many times he has tried um, uh, uh, to bring Ganga uh, and how many times it has. So first when it came and then uh, after from I I don't want to speak on uh, uh, with. Uh, uh, with uh, with wrong details. If we go back there, even that sequence, how it came to Dhruvaloka, when after uh, uh, either it is before uh, from Siva or here, so all those details will be mentioned there. Because I have read a um, couple of times in Ramayan, uh, but the details I uh, forgot, so it will be there. So that's the difference that we have to remember. Like uh, certain details we hear in one way, and then when we read uh, somewhere else, devotee or in Bhagavatam we hear in a different way. Um, it's not that they are wrong, it's it's just that either they are happened in different kalpas, in different days of Brahma, or uh, it's like the de all details are not mentioned in Bhagavatam. That is often the case because if we read Mahabharat, more details are mentioned about uh, so many other pastimes. In Bhagavatam, Bhagavatam's main focus is only to glorify the devotees of the Lord and their devotion to the Lord and Lord. Thanks, Mataji. Understood that. Uh, very nice, Mataji. And you know, your classes are always so refreshing, and uh, you make us more focus more on uh, Krishna consciousness. Like you know, do your practice just like it is the last day. <laughs> very nice. Very strong statement. And also, Mataji, uh, like today is also Sita Thakurani's appearance day, is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if there is any uh, anything you can share about her, so we can, how, you know, our main process, Srila Prabhupada, all glories to Srila Prabhupada is given is that hearing, uh, by just by hearing and glorifying all these uh, wonderful personalities, you know, uh, we can uh, we can achieve so much. Of course, glorifying devotees and all these uh, personalities. So, is there anything you can, if you remember on top of your head about uh, Sita Ji, where we can hear and then we can contemplate and have, you know, um, a nice Krishna conscious day? Thank you, Vataji. Haribol Mataji, are you there? I just realized that I was speaking muted. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you for saying that. Um, I will. Rem I will. Um, I will uh, uh, say a few words. I remember whatever I remember, because when we read, uh, <clears throat> we have to read again and again. See, this is what I was thinking. Um, our reading of scriptures should be continuous because um, even though we read, sometimes some people have a good memory, they will remember, some of us may forget the details. So I'm one of those and I keep reading again and again and again and again. So Srimati Sita Takurani is the uh, wife of Advaita Acharya and uh, um, she is respected as Sachi Devi herself. Like Sachi Devi is mother of uh, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, right? Uh, so like, um, <clears throat> and um, she, she is wife of him and she is an eternal 
uh, eternal searches, all these devotees or have come to this material world with a purpose. Uh, <clears throat> and she Sarishi has found, yes. no, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. So Sita Thakurani is not the Sita of Lord Ram. No. Oh, okay. I thought it's uh, you know uh, that Sita. <laughs> no, no, no. no. She oh, is. Uh, can, you, uh, can you repeat again? What is her uh, like? You know, you said something. I, I was my mind was not concentrating. She's she is Advaita Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know that much. Mm-hmm. She's wife okay. of Advaita Acharya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, mostly we see in Chaitanya Chaitamrita pastimes ways she serves the Lord as a mother, Pashalya Bhava. Like how Sachi Devi has served the Lord. Uh, in the same way, um, we see um, Sita Takurani. She serves the Lord uh, in uh, Vashalya, like, um, and then uh, in a Vashalya Bhava she serves. And there are a couple of pastimes where um, uh, I, I think when Lord was crying, when he was born and he was crying, I think she is one of those ladies who comes to the uh, house of uh, Lord and then uh, pacifies him. Um, I'm reading here from, um, uh, I only remember that, but I'm reading a past tense from here. On the eve of his son's advent, Sri Jagannath Mishra, seeing the imminent signs of his child's arrival, sent word to Advaita Acharya and Shantipura that the long-awaited child was being born. Hearing news of the advent of his unprecedented child, Advaita Acharya floated in the waves of ecstasy. With Sri Haridas Chakura, he went to bathe in river and after much dancing and song, he sent his wife to go quickly to Mayapura in Navadvip. According to Gaura Gango Deshadipita, Sri Sita Takurani is Yoga Maya. The Gaura Parshada Charitavali says that in Krishna Lila, she was Pournamati, the mother of Sandipani Muni, grandmother of Madhumangala and Nadi Muti, and a disciple of Narada Muni. Oh, this is what I also remember. She is uh, like that. She served the Lord um, in the Vaschala Bhava, like Guru Patni. Like. So she is, um, in her previous life, um, uh, she is a, a wife of Sandipanamuni, and then now uh, she came as wife of Advaita Acharya, because uh, Advaita Acharya's prayers is what brings Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to this material world, right? So she is uh, his wife, and she always served the Lord in the Vaschala Bhava, motherly affection. So, in Dwapar Yuga, during the celebration of Krishna's birth, Sanni, she was present in the house of Nanda. And same, uh, she was also present during the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, in uh, Sachi Devi, uh, Jagannath Mishra and Sachi Devi's house. That part I remember. Um, and there are a couple of other places where uh, she serves Lord um, uh, with food. So, those pastimes also I remembered. Uh, I don't remember completely, but those are all those uh, uh, pastimes are there of her, uh, about Sita Thakurani. Sita Thakurani would often come to Mayapura from Shantipura in order to teach Sachimata how to care for the new baby. She would give her many different instructions on how to raise children and other, and after helping with the child in this way, she would return to Shantipura. When it came time for the child's birth ceremony, 
Jagannath Mishra and Sachi Devi let the worshipable Sita Takurani be the first to offer the child his new clothes. Advaita Acharya Prabhu also had a house in Navadvip. Therefore, he would live from time to time and discuss Krishna Kada with the devotees headed by Srivasa, diving and surfacing in the waves of joy until break of the dawn. After Sri Gaurasandara's appearance, all the devotees prayed together with Sri Advaita Acharya and Sita Takurani that the child might live long in Mayapura and have good fortune. <coughs> There is a um, I have to refresh my mind about any other pastime about Sita Takurani Mostly I remember her pastime uh, when uh, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was born and after that also like when uh, Advaita Acharya uh, Srivasa um, uh, Pandita and all they engage in uh, uh, day and night devotion uh, Kirtan uh, <clears throat> She helps them. Uh, she she serves them by um, uh, by cooking uh, prasadam. So these are the two parts I'm I'm dreaming about uh, her. Thank you so much, Mataji. And I was like, I didn't even know uh, much about her. Even the name, I got confused. Yeah, yeah. no problem, Mataji. There is Mataji. There's one more question on the. Verse we studied today, and it is after the Kevalyam, you know. Okay. Um, okay. It, says, it says that the snake, yeah, the senses are compared to poisonous snakes, but the senses of a bhakta engage in the service of the Lord as snakes with their poison fangs removed. So I know, interestingly, Srila Prabhupada always gives so many examples, like, you know, uh, uh, like a karmi or materialistic person enjoying life will be like, you know, like a camel, he's actually, uh, you know, e eating the blood from the thorns and thinking that he's enjoying, but actually there's no enjoyment. So like that, so in, here in this case, what is Srila Prabhupada saying about the snake and poisonous and fangs removed? How do we understand that, Mat? How this do we understand we were reading. Like, you know, senses are like snakes. Um, they will bite us. Like if you, if you take a snake and tie it in a bag, uh, I put it in a bag and tie the bag, um, then uh, it won't harm you in any way. But as soon as you open it, <clears throat> it will bite you more vigorously than before. So snake's nature is to bite. Uh, but if you remove its fangs, uh, the people who make snakes dance, uh, they bring and show the snake dance, they remove the fangs and they bring it so that it is harmless. It, it, it looks like dangerous, but it is harmless because... Even if it bites, it doesn't cause any harm to anybody. So, for the devotees of the Lord, the snake, the senses are there because we have all our senses. It's not that, uh, but our senses are engaged in the service of the Lord. So, when we engage our senses in the service of the Lord, we are not controlling anything. We are not uh, depriving the senses of any taste. Uh, the gnanis and all, what they do is like, uh, they know that material world is difficult. We should not be attached to anybody because these attachments are going to bind us. So what they try is that uh, <coughs> they develop detachment. They live in the same house, but they won't talk to anybody. <coughs> to their own family also, they won't talk. They show a lot of detachment. They show a lot of uh, vairagya. 
like like you know when a kid comes and asks uh, oh can i go to movie then they will say this movie is all uh, nonsense movie is all material we should not be going to the movies they'll say that uh, can you come and play with us then they will say like i have seen people that's why i'm quoting the examples um, no playing is all nonsense uh, let's not play um, <coughs> go and uh, read scriptures or celebrating birthdays or oh, celebrating birthdays is all uh, is all um, illusion uh so birth is illusion death is illusion all this is illusion this whole material world is illusion so they speak uh, like that and they deprive themselves of any kind of pleasures so what happens over a period of time it will make them hard and it becomes very difficult because the whole society around them is engaging in all these things and they are like kind of depriving them of this so uh, after some time they give up everything being so detached they give up and they engage even more uh, uh, even more in the sense gratification so tying a snake in a bag is not the solution but removing the pangs of the snake is the solution then the snake will go around and also not cause any harm so how is that in the senses so we as devotees of the lord we keep krishna in the center and we do everything we give senses all kinds of pleasure the ears wants to hear so we give him krishna music uh, tongue wants the taste <clears throat> so we give krishna prasad it, it is not that we are deprived of any taste and uh, eyes wants to see beautiful things so we go and see the festivals festival decorations deities and all so our senses are not deprived of any taste and they are also engaged senses needs to be engaged if they are if they are controlled uh, they become more and more rigorous when you remove that control if they are engaged if we are giving them a higher taste then they don't they are not any more poisonous they are not any more uh, going to make us um, uh, bind to this material world because now my senses got higher taste automatically they gave up the lower taste of uh, uh karmi music or uh, non prasadam food because i gave them the higher taste so they are as good as the uh, uh, as good as a snake which uh, which has uh, its pangs removed so all the senses are there they are engaged but they are engaged in the higher taste so this process this path is longer we go in this path longer um then the other path where they deprive of everything and they are tying the snake in a bag and as soon as you open the bag the snake will come out and bite you so similarly for us also devotees we need to have a patience and give uh, our senses higher taste if let's say uh, it, uh, suddenly giving a higher taste is also difficult so slowly slowly we should be giving it a higher taste initially the senses will uh, uh, will oppose because they are habituated to one kind of thing so but if we if we are determ if we are having a strong determination and slowly slowly if we are giving our senses a higher taste when they grow um, uh, uh, after years even if somebody is not there in front of us and they want us to eat non prasadam also we are not interested in it because we lost taste for it so that's what here the example prabhupada is giving like for devotees the senses are as good as uh, a snake whose pangs have been removed very nice mataji very nice i wanted to hear this answer because you know we have to reaffirm ourselves again and again in association of devotees 
because senses are the you know most uh, lower level mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to engage in uh, you know sometimes just even devotees like you know anything is there they'll say wish to wish to and they'll eat but uh, i think it's best is to as much as possible i feel it's best is to uh, what i was thinking is like always cook you know yeah uh, yeah like for example yesterday you know we have radhashtami coming up on saturday so i uh, with the mercy of devotees i got the you know like chance to cook prasadam on that day so uh, you know thank you mata ji and you know like uh, i had gone to take uh, like i was just getting a list of things to buy so you know i was trying to there was a for a small example we wanted to make imli chutney with some dahi bhalle and things like that so and uh, some chole and uh, some other uh, elaborate uh, you know nice items so for the pleasure of sh- uh, shrimati radharani so you know like there are like already cooked uh, imli was there in a packet in liquid form so i said no 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 we don't want to go for that <laughs> because yeah. you have to offer the deities so i said no i'm going to take raw only so at raw you soak it i mean how, how much effort is there but at yeah. least you know it's from the scratch nobody has cooked it before so nowadays you have to be very careful about that yeah so, you know our senses always have to keep on thinking how you know we can give that original uh, thing from the scratch uh, to you know like uh, that's why a lot of things are not offered which are already parboiled rice are not co- uh, offered and all that right so i was yes. just getting back to some temple services and i was thinking that you know so this question was coming to me how i have to you know attune myself because in india i was in a completely different world with so many uh, services towards my mother and other things we were doing but so but uh, but spiritual life is i feel like for me it started here so it's uh, you know like uh, everything i got from us the best thing is you know shri prabhupad's krishna consciousness uh, hari krishna movement came to me here through shri prabhupad only like you know in the devotees so you know how i have to make it more stronger now <laughs> so i'm thinking like that we should uh... try our best to um, not give up to the exemptions and exceptions which the process gives us uh, every no. process exemptions and exceptions those should we should keep them we should keep them for exemptions and exceptions only most of the time we should try our best to because the effort that we are putting whether we are getting successful or not the effort that we are putting attracts lord like how how this soul is sincerely trying to serve me the best that is what attracts i whether we are uh, uh, like you know whether we get successful in that or not anybody praising us for that or not anybody recognizing that or not those are all like uh, extra perks that come when we are practicing our devotional service if we get distracted to those then purity of our devotional service gets diluted so we just need to be very uh, sticking and trying sincerely and seriously whatever the best that we can give Uh, do in devotional service and that attracts lord um, that attracts mercy <laughs> very true mata ji and mata ji i just wanted to share a small incident uh, like you know yesterday i had gone to patel brothers to do some uh, groceries so there were certain items temple already had the certain items they wanted me to buy so i was just going and looking around and seeing you know like uh, of course we use tomatoes we don't use uh, canned tomatoes and you know all these things i was preparing myself because i had a break of 5 6 months uh, and then now like getting back to my services actually after one month so what happened is i was just roaming around the aisle there are different aisles in patel brother here and suddenly there was a lady who came to me and she saw the tilak i was wearing and she says uh, what is this tilak all about as it's, it's krishna's lotus feet you know and uh, this is tulsi so immediately she says uh, uh, she says uh, i uh, are you from the hari krishna 
So I was just thinking, like you know, I I was thinking Shri Prabhupad told us that you know, three things we have to wear. Like I mean, of course we don't. I was not wearing traditional. I was wearing an Indian top with a pant, and I was not wearing a sari like that mm-hmm. or uh, like an Indian suit. But you know, I always wear tilak in the morning, and my tulsi mala is generally always visible. I make sure it's like you know, on my neck. So you know, it is so amazing that the lady just saw the tilak, and because of that, she's like. Oh, I want to go to Iskon. Then I connected her to uh, because I was in Tampa, two hours away. Uh, I had mm-hmm. gone for a, like medical checkup for my do- for my mother. So this mm-hmm. lady is like, oh, I would love to connect with Hari Krishna devotee. So then I got, took her number. And then what happened? I told her this is the Radha Ashtami festival. Why don't you come? And mm-hmm. I got the opportunity to cook. So you know we are making some nice uh, uh, North Indian Punjabi food. <laughs> you know, like chole and all these things, bhature. And we are do- we are not doing chaat, but we are doing other things. So uh, she's like, uh, do you mind if I sponsor the meal? Now, Mataji, she has never ever. She's a Sai Baba bhakta, oh. and uh, and suddenly, just because of the tilak, the conversation started. That you know, That's Krishna. Terrible. Yeah, and then I I told her, give me your number. Her name was Archana. So I was thinking, maybe I can connect her to the call also, you know. And I was so mesmerized. I said, I mean, how is it that sometimes you know we get up in the morning, we put tilak, and we carry on our duties. But even that, people notice and they connected to the Hari Krishna movement, and then they want to. And then she sponsored whatever mm-hmm. items the temple didn't have, which I was supposed to buy. She mm-hmm. sponsored it, and I felt like you mentioned in your class, little bit, little bit seva we want to do to Krishna. I don't know from where Krishna sends the, you know, like souls who are also they connect to you and they help you. So I was telling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Mataji at the temple, I said, Mataji, you don't need, to, you don't need to give me the money. Somebody already sponsored there only. For Radha Ashtami, she's not even coming to the festival, and Hari she's sponsoring on behalf of uh, you know her son and herself. So <laughs> yeah, so it's like sometimes it's very scary, but at the same time very pleasurable when you do any seva for Krishna. Like immediately when you even take the first step to mm-hmm. go and buy groceries, you know you find these souls there coming to you, and you feel oh, wow, like you know what is. Uh, So then she, uh, you know, like then I told her we have to buy imli, which is uh, the 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 one which is uh, you know the seeds inside it. It's like a packet. Mm-hmm. I said not the one which is boiled because for the Lord's offering, you know, it has to be uh, in the uh, purest form, the ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to share that, Mataji. But thank you so much, Mataji, for the wonderful class. Engaged in service through you, Krishna's mercy may flow to all of us. Thank you, Mataji. And hope you're feeling better, Mataji, after the class, a little bit more better. Because I've seen when I'm sick, and then I know I have all these rounds to do in the morning. And when I'm chanting, and after the chanting, I feel that sickness has gone away, and then it comes back because after all, we have this body, you know, and we yeah. have to take medicine. But then during those times when we are completely into devotional service, like you know, you're giving uh, Bhagavatam class or even chanting, then it is like uh, you know, we just go out of the world literally, you know. So. Thank you, Mataji, for coming there. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji.